the Pharisees were less than pleased at what happened. They weren't thrilled with this man getting his sight back. They were kind of already suspicious of Jesus. They probably, if they were honest with themselves, had a fear of Jesus. Welcome to Tea with the Preacher, the message series from Fairfield Presbyterian Church in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Today is Sunday, March 19th, 2023, the fourth Sunday in the season of Lent. Pastor Steve continues our Lenten series of Good Question with a reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 1 through 7 and 35 through 41. Jesus heals a man that was born blind who was asked, Who is he? We're doing this sermon series with good questions as we go through this season of Lent because it's good for us to ask questions and to think about our faith, what it is we believe, what it is we hold to be true, how it is that we experience God's love and grace and mercy in our lives. And today's good question is taken from a passage of Scripture that's rather long. I'm going to read just portions of it for you. But it's a passage of Scripture that really asks one question over and over again. That is, who is he? Who is he? Who is this person who has done this thing? And so I'd like us to look at John, the ninth chapter, the first seven verses and then the last seven verses in the ninth chapter of John. As he went along, Jesus saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming. When no work, no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Now Jesus had heard that they had thrown the man out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I have come into the world, so the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, What? Are we blind too? And Jesus said, If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. May the Lord bless this a portion from his holy word. Now, this is one of those passages that in minister's way of speaking, we would say, this one preaches. Because this passage is full of so many things that you and I could have good conversations about. It's full of questions that, that should be raised and could be raised and need to be raised. It questions about our assumptions about people. 
The disciples saw the blind man and they immediately assumed that he or his parents were horrible people, that they had done something wrong and that this man was being punished for the sins of his parents or for some sin that he did, which is hard to figure out since he was born blind. Doesn't give you a whole lot of margin of error to do something wrong. It's full of questions like that that our minds are curious about and we could have good discussions on. And, and it was questions that kept popping up for the people who saw all of this transpiring. And Anne did a wonderful job kind of telling us some of that story because the Pharisees were less than pleased at what happened. They weren't thrilled with this man getting his sight back. And they were kind of already suspicious of Jesus. They probably, if they were honest with themselves, had a fear of Jesus. Now, not the kind of fear of Jesus condemning them or that kind of fear, but the kind of fear that comes when someone puts another person in a position where things are going to change. Things are not going to be the way that they were. Now, we all have that fear to some degree in our lives. We do not like change. I mean, the old joke goes about us Presbyterians. How many Presbyterians does it take to change a light bulb? Change? Change? Who said anything about change? That we do not like change. It's something within us that likes things to stay just as they are. Or if it's something is going to be different, it's because we are making it different. We certainly do not like change that comes from the outside and is forced upon us. Well, that's what the Pharisees were dealing with. They liked, they liked their situation. They liked the status that they had. They liked the prestige that they held. They liked the comfort of knowing that they were the good people. They were the righteous people. They were the people that everybody should emulate, that everybody should be more like. If everybody were more like us Pharisees, the world would be so much better off. And Jesus comes along and starts to threaten that status quo. Starts to challenge the level of comfort that they were living their lives in. So they are looking at any reason to not like Jesus, any reason to, to condemn Jesus and to, and to put him away in some form or fashion, to diminish his ministry, to diminish the number of people who are following him, to, to take away the charisma that Jesus has been exhibiting and drawing crowds to him. 
And so they looked at what happened here and they said, well, he can't be a very religious man. After all, he healed this guy on the Sabbath. And we don't do anything on the Sabbath. We don't heal people. We don't do anything. We keep the Sabbath holy. We don't, we don't lift a finger on the Sabbath. We do nothing but worship and rest on the Sabbath. So obviously, Jesus is not a good man. So they go after Jesus. And I love the parents in this story. Anne alluded to the parents in this story. They pull the parents in on this. Now, is this really your son? Is this the one who got healed? Well, I don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> go ask him. He's of age. The parents were afraid as well. But I like the man's answer when he was asked. He says, I don't know what I don't know. But I know this one thing. I was blind. Now I see. Simple, straightforward. Not a great deal of theology in that. Not any declaration that, that Jesus is the Son of Man. Not any declaration that Jesus is the promised Messiah. Not any declaration of faith that would get us through any ordination exams. But a simple declaration of what he knew. He answered not out of fear, but out of what he knew. Who is he? Who is he? I once was blind, but now I see. It's a simple declaration of faith. One that helps us in our lives to understand the person and work of Jesus Christ. Because it's easy for us to think that, that being a Christian is doing all of the right things. Coming to church on a Sunday, singing in the choir, teaching a Sunday school class, serving on the elders or on the board of deacons, doing all the right things. And we think that that's what it comes down to. It's easy for us to get that mindset in our hearts. But sometimes it means that we need to just see what we are given to see. Mike and I were talking earlier this week about hospital visits and nursing home visits and, and the such. And we said, it's interesting because those are the one time that we know we're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. We know what we know. We see what we see. Our faith and our knowledge in Jesus Christ is simply recognizing who he is and what he has done. I always think about the, uh, the one fellow on the cross. Remember the three, three crosses that day? And the one just cursed Jesus upside, downside, inside, outside. The other one probably started off that way, but as he observed Jesus, he spoke to Jesus and Jesus said, 
this day you will be with me in paradise. I always think about that. Because there is no grand theological statement that sinner on the cross didn't proclaim you are the Son of God, you are the Messiah. You, he made no great proclamation. But what he saw in Jesus was somebody different. Somebody who practiced love, no matter what the circumstances. Whether it was healing a blind man on the Sabbath, or whether it was offering forgiveness from the cross, Jesus practiced love. And that man on the cross next to him saw that, and it changed his life, even for the few hours that he had left to live question of who he is is one that we need to answer by allowing our eyes to be opened to seeing what he has done how he has done it to hear the words that he speaks to understand what love looks like and feels like so that we can be with that poor man born blind and just simply answer that question by saying, I once was blind, but now I see. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, your grace abounds. Your love overflows. Help us to have eyes to see who you are, what you are doing and how it is that you're doing it in this world. Help us to have hearts that are open to being your people in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. We pray all this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tea with the Preacher. To find more information about Fairfield, visit our website at fairfieldpcusa.org. Next Sunday, we continue our Lenten series, Good Question, as Pastor Steve ruminates, Where is he? If you like what you've heard today, we invite you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening app.